It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. One just has to pick up a magazine or turn on a television to see that as women, we are bombarded daily with media images of female physical perfection, setting up the most unrealistic of expectations as to how we should look. No wonder female body confidence is falling while incidents of eating disorders are on the rise. What's most alarming is the way this affects young girls. A reduced sense of self-worth can create anxiety, stress, even depression, causing relationship issues while potentially impairing academic and job performance. In direct contrast, this podcast, Confidence in Bloom, is designed to reinforce the truth and reassure every woman who has ever felt inadequate, unworthy, or tossed aside because of how she looks that no matter her age, shape, or background, you matter you are enough now. Mm. I, Tina Spolatini, a woman of substance, insist women deserve to be happy, confident, successful, and totally in love with themselves in their own bodies, just the way they are. Through an ongoing series of intriguing conversations with women from all walks of life who are all extraordinary in their own right, we will embark upon a journey of ultimate self-acceptance and empowerment. Together we'll share the stories, laugh, learn, maybe even shed a few tears, when it becomes clear just how far many women have come to realize how wonderful life is when you stand in your own power, feeling fantastic in your own skin. Teresa Leesum is my guest today. Teresa Leesum, an experienced educator turned beacon of hope, integrates many tools like essential emotions freedom technique and laughter yoga alongside a deep understanding of essential oils. Armed with intuition, diverse training, and a passion for coaching in Unleashing Your Superpowers, Teresa offers a unique perspective on personal thriving. She empowers others to celebrate their strengths, superpowers, inviting them to embrace their unique talents, excuse me, excuse me, and revel in their zone of genius. Committed to healing legacy, Teresa passionately uplifts and inspires women stepping into a new chapter of life, guiding them through transitions with confidence, through connection and service. She helps them tap into their innate superpowers, fostering a journey of self-discovery and empowerment. Oh, welcome, Teresa. Oh, thank you so much, Tina. I appreciate the opportunity to be here with you and our listeners. Great. Yeah, I have a feeling that we are going to, like, truly enjoy this conversation. You are, like, the work you do, like, I saw laughter yoga, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, we're going to love this laugh. Like, we are, I want to know more about what you do, and and even more so, I want to know how much you enjoy what you do. Mm, Wow. Well, I enjoy just about everything I do, I'm all about enjoyment and having fun. So I kind of have that intention every day to find something to enjoy and have fun around. Um, but I love really 
empowering women to feel good about themselves, to really see themselves as the unique, awesome, powerful individuals that they are, and um, kind of let go of feelings that make us feel not good enough or not worthy enough or not valued. I, I've been through all that, and not that I'm totally away from that 100%, but that's been a journey of mine that I'm really working hard on leaving behind. <clears throat> and I don't know even know if I answered a question or not. <laughs> well, you did. You did. I mean, you said you, said you send in a set an intention every day to enjoy mm-hmm. something of your day. Now, I, I would imagine, now, yeah, women that are coming to you are probably uh, lacking that, right, that they're, they really don't know how to enjoy life. And so you are helping them, supporting them, teaching them how to do that. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. There, it, there's a lot about intention and starting your day on a positive note. I do a lot of affirmations in the morning and really get my mindset in a positive direction right from the get-go before I do anything else. I literally just put my feet on the floor and start doing my readings and putting in that positive uh, intentions and energies and thoughts into my mind right off the bat so that that sets the tone for the rest of my day. And, I mean, obviously it works for you. Is that right? Oh, it's been working for me for a long time. So I like to think that 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 is part of, you know, my joy and delight that I get out of life. It also helps that one of my strengths, one of my superpowers is high positivity. So I do have um, a positive attitude that has come to me innately, but I've learned to really hone that and use that with intention and leverage that for myself and for others. Wow. That's awesome. Because not I I think from what I've seen in my past, that is not very common. I mean I've seen I, it. I've seen some women are just naturally, you know, positive and uplifting. But I think most of us have to work with that. <clears throat> so when you talk about superpowers, maybe tell our listeners a little bit more about what that is exactly. So I believe that we all have these innate superpowers. I like to call them superpowers because that's fun (laughs) to think of them as our superpowers, that things that come naturally to us, the way we think, um, certain characteristics um, that are unique to us. And we don't always realize that they are superpowers, like my positivity. I did not realize that was a superpower. And like you said, not everybody thinks like that. I just assumed everybody did, but they don't. And I really learned and understood that in the last couple of years. So my um, positivity is I've been using it with intention and purpose so that other people that don't have that is one of their strengths, one of their superpowers, can kind of lean on me and look to me for positive inspiration, we can say. Um, But I love to connect women in with their own superpowers. So I have a simple tool that I use as my starting point. I use the Gallup's um, strength assessment, 
it goes by two names. I used to call it the Strengths Finders Assessment, but Gallup owns it. But I use that as my starting point. That gives us a list out of 34 strengths that everybody has, but we all have them in different combinations. And again, those unique combinations are ours specific. There's nobody else on the planet with those those lineup of strengths. And I teach women how to really zone in and understand and embrace their top 10 strengths. That is their zone of genius. That's where we're the most authentic, the most productive, the most efficient, the most creative, the most energized are when we're operating out of those top 10 strengths. So that really helped me a lot gain more confidence, see myself as more valuable, and have more belief in myself once I really saw my top ten strengths, my super my superpowers spelled out for me and somebody explained it to me and somebody really helped me fall in love with them. So of course I want to give that gift to other women so that they can feel really good about themselves and see how awesome they are because we don't always see that. You know, we're we're given the false information that we're not good enough or we're, we don't have value. And that's eroded away for us as we come up from being a child. You know, it just kind of start, starts to decline and we're taught to focus on our weaknesses. Once we have our superpowers, those are our strengths. And then the goal is to really hone and sharpen and operate from those strengths. I'll stop and take a breath wow. because that was a lot. <laughs> yeah. So the, well, so it sounds to me like basically you are pulling out the invisible mirror to all these women that you work Ooh. with, right? Love to that. let them yeah. see. Yeah, like to let them see who they truly are. Because I think, I mean, as a woman, I don't look at myself in the mirror and look for my good qualities, right? I don't look for my mm-hmm, natural, exactly. my natural qualities. I mean. Obviously, I look in the mirror and I go, okay, my hair's out of place or, you know, mm-hmm. I put too much makeup on or I could yeah. use a little bit more makeup, like whatever it could be, right? But that's all superficial, right? We're not looking at ourselves as, you know, as a human being and, and how we act and feel and how it affects other people. Right. Which is and, kind and of like what, you're, what you're doing. I love that. I'm holding up an invisible mirror to them and reflecting back to them that innate inner beauty that we don't see for ourselves necessarily. And we need other people outside of us to point it out to us. Because, again, growing up, and like you said, from the media and society bombards us with all these negative thoughts, images, feelings that, you know, we might not be as good as somebody else. So there's a lot of comparison going on, and that makes, women in particular feel really bad about themselves. And so this like, kind of flips that so that we could see ourselves in the most beautiful way based on those strengths. It gets very, very powerful and can be very life-changing. Yeah, it sounds like it would be, right? And I'm sure there's lots of women that even though they, they learn this about themselves, they sort of go into a little denial, right? Like, no, that can't be me. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. my best friend or that's my sister or you know, like yeah. you know, we always like we never want to take that credit, right? 
Exactly. So tell me, what's the process when you do this? Like, is it is it like a, a quiz that you, like, answer questions to, or is it you are, like, you ask questions, or how does that work? Um, it is an assessment. So, again, it was created by a gentleman, um, Don Clifton, and I guess Gallup bought it. You know, I don't really know that. <laughs> the background story. So Gallup, you know, the the Gallup is the company that does surveys and researches and gathers a bunch of, you know, information about what's going on in the world. I'm sure you've heard of Gallup polls and stuff. So they have this assessment. I think so, yeah. yeah. So they have this assessment that, yes, it's a series of questions that um, a person goes through and answers the questions, you know, very quickly, you know, like you don't want to spend a ton of time overthinking every question, and you can't because it is a timed um, assessment. So it's not a test, it's an assessment, just to see where you're at, what your desires are, how you think about certain things, and it takes about a half hour. And once you go through that, it spews out a um, set of results, your, your 34 strengths in order based on your answers. And then once I can see that, then based on my knowledge around those strengths, I can kind of go through, again, the top 10 is where our focus is, and tell each person a little bit about themselves and then get verification. Is this you? You know, does this sound like you? Is this been something that you might have not realized that if you think about it, this really is you? So nine times out of ten, it's really on point in some form or fashion. It's almost uncanny how those strengths can be confirmed and verified by the person who took the assessment. Um, so, yes, yeah, so once I get it, I ask questions. We just go through it. And then depending on how much time you want to put into it, you know, it can be a, a lengthy coaching process where we talk and we analyze and we figure out how to leverage those particular strengths towards a goal. But I do want to speak to the point that not everybody accepts every one of those strengths. Like they just don't see it in themselves. That was my next question. Yeah. Yeah, that that was my next question. Yeah. So we have to really come to a good understanding to be able to embrace some of those strengths. Not all the time. But that does happen. Like for me, one of my strengths was restorative, which is a person who could be seen as a problem solver and is very quick to analyze a situation and pick out ways of making it more efficient or work better or just tweak that situation or that project in a particular way. And I was like in total denial of that. Like, yeah, no, that's not me. Like I'm not a problem solver. So it took me sometimes to really embrace it and sit with it and think about it and see where it showed up in my life and how I did things. And, yeah, sure enough, that that was me. (laughs) But I just didn't want to accept it at first. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) And so what did you do when you realized, like when when you were able to accept that, holy cow, that is me, how, how did you react? It was, it was, it's empowering. It's like, oh, okay, maybe I am. Then once you embrace those top ten strengths, those superpowers, 
then it's very empowering. And you see yourself in a different light. Like I just, it really helped my self-confidence. And I understood my value. You know, my worthiness and value was always a question mark in my brain. Like, oh, I don't know. Everybody's so much better than me. You know, I can't do that. I don't have the, any capabilities compared to other people. I mean, that was always going through my head, you know, my inner self-talk. And once I really understood my superpowers, my strengths, that all flipped for me. And I started to see that, oh, I do have value to offer offer the world. And I can help other people feel that empowered and that good as well. Like that's that's empowering just to hear that. You know, just, I mean, I'm just thinking, like, don't we all do that? Like, don't we all watch a woman walk across a room and go, mm-hmm. she's so much better than us, right? Oh, like, yeah. I wish I could be her, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a woman oh, well, that has owned you... her superpowers, you know? Like, she has owned it. She has embraced her herself. And I admire a person with that much confidence that oh, owns their self. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a difference between feeling confident and thinking that you're better than everyone, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I yeah mean, oh, for sure. That's not necessarily confidence, right? Like, just because Correct. I think I'm better, that Correct. Just, you know, that's probably a huge insecurity in reality. Right. So when women come exactly. to work with you, Teresa, I mean, obviously they're coming to you for um, some kind of confidence building, right? Like, they're coming to you, mm-hmm. like... They they want to know who they truly are. How do you mm-hmm. attract women to come to you? Uh, that how is do you tell the, them what the question. Doing? That is the question. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's something I'm working on. Um, I really have really zoned in and want to help. I mean, I can help anybody, man, woman. This even is fantastic for kids and young people young adults that are just starting college or in those, you know, the the early 20s so that they can see their potential and maybe help them make decisions about where they can go in their life. But so I I can help anybody with these strengths and helping them, again, hold up that invisible mirror, which I love that. I might have to swipe that from you. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, you go ahead. But I really, <laughs> but I really um, would love to help women who are kind of like making a transition into a new chapter of their lives, like stepping from maybe a previous job that that they were identified and had an identity attached to that previous job or that previous life or that previous chapter of their lives. And now they're stepping forward into something new that they're not really sure about. And they're starting to doubt themselves. And who are they now in this new chapter? And, you know, what's their new path to follow? So that that in-between phase where a woman might feel uncomfortable and not know where to go and, you know, her kids just grew up and left the nest or she just retired or decided to give up a job that was not good for her, you know, and then 
so that's kind of the the women I'd love to work with as of late. But in terms of finding women, like this is a great opportunity for me to be talking right now with you so that other women can see, hear this information and connect in with it so that I can help more people. But but thanks for the question. I ha- wish I had a really good answer for you. No, that's that's a great answer. I mean, because, you know, the thing is, I mean, obviously you can work with women virtually, right, from all oh, yeah. over the world. That's, Am I right? That's how yeah. I, yeah, that's so, how I work, I mean, yes. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing. Like we we need to get our words out there so that we can let women know that they, you know, that there is help out there for them, right? Mm-hmm. When um, I'm sure I don't know if I've told you my story, but I have twins, and then I have mm-hmm. a five a son five years younger than the twins. And when he the twins started driving to school, my younger son was walking to school. And so it was like one morning I realized that, oh, my gosh, I don't have to drive them to school anymore, Mm. right? And all of a Mm -hmm. sudden I was like, oh, my gosh, like I have nothing to do, right? I My work is done. Like they're – they're on their own. They're dependent now on their on themselves, right? And I thought, oh, no. So I went through a little bit of a depression because uh-huh. I felt like my purpose was lived out, right? I thought that my, yeah. my main purpose was to raise my kids. Yeah. You know, I know they were only 16 and 11, but, I mean, at the same time, for me, it was like I don't. there's nothing more I can do for them, uh-huh. right? And, I mean, obviously, I learned – along the way that that's not how it works, right? But it was really tough for me to get through that. Right, and because and so women... Had I and, met you then, <laughs> right? yeah, had I met women you then, is, it would have been something that I needed. I mean, I'm, and in all honesty, I'm thinking I might just do the test anyway, just to, you know, I'd love to see what my superpowers really are. Mm-hmm. And like or you said... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I, no, no, I'm I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, no, okay. please, tell me what you're thinking. Well, no, like you said, moms, our identity is tied to the family and the kids and the nurturing and the taking care of. I mean, how many years do we do that? You know, I have three daughters of my own. And so for what, 20-some years? I don't know. We were, I personally was, in that nurturing phase, and everything I did was I with that role of a mom. I mean, I worked as well. I was a teacher outside of that. But then when they, you're right, when they grow up and they don't need you as much or anymore, like, okay, now what? Like, <laughs> there's, where do we go from here? Who am I now that I don't have that nurturing and mothering role to fulfill? You know, I think a lot of women yeah. forget who they were prior to kids. Or maybe they just want, this is now their phase of life where they can make some choices that are all about them and fulfill some of their desires and feel, you know, more fulfilled in general and move towards a purpose that is really, um, you know, empowering for them as well as serving others. So that is a time frame, I think, of pure potential and possibilities when a woman gets to that point in time. Well, for sure, because, I mean, I mean, yeah, I was an older mom, right? I was 30 when I started having my kids. But the reality is, 
you know, at 46, 50, your life is not over, right? There's right. still so much to do, right? Mm-hmm. But if we put all of our life and, and energy into just raising our kids, I mean, that's only a short portion of our life, right? I mean, your kids are always your kids. You're always going to be yeah. there to guide them and advise them and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, right. the raising of them is only a short portion of your entire life, Right. So, I mean, we need to realize that, you know, we are people, we are a person outside of being a mother and a wife, mm-hmm. right? right. And, and this is, I mean, what you're doing is, you know, helping all women find that. I mean, obviously you can help men too because, I mean, men go through stuff too. But, you know, I think women take on so much, you know, while they're raising their family that once that's mm-hmm. done, they're like, okay, now what? Right. So right. that's that's awesome. I love that you're there, um, you know, to help all these women. So tell us how we can we get a hold of you to do that. Well, you can get a hold of me. You can look for me on Facebook. I actually have a a group that, that is specific for women who are stepping into a new chapter of life. But they can just look up my name. Um, and that'll be in the show notes so you can see the spelling of that. I'm I have a Big That's presence right. on LinkedIn. I have a YouTube channel. I actually have, a, I call it a podcast, but it's a video set of series of videos on YouTube that I put out periodically called Evolving Women. So me and a guest co-host chat about basically anything, any interesting, inspiring topic that we agree on. So that's a good place to find me. Um, I do not do Instagram. <laughs> that is not a platform I have taken to. But So a couple of different platforms. Just Google my name and I'll pop up. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm going to be a guest on your Evolving Women. Yeah, woohoo! I'm looking or, forward yeah, to oh, that. Yeah, I'm <laughs> so looking forward to that. That's going to be so much fun. So if you could give advice to any woman right now going through that transition or about to start that transition, um, what would you say to her? Ooh, good question. Um, Know that it is a beautiful time of possibilities and potentials. It depends on how you approach it. Do you approach it with a feeling of loss and grief for that previous life? Or do you approach it with excitement, enthusiasm, and, whew, this is a chance to really become and step into myself and maybe create a new identity or maybe pursue some new things that I never got to do before kids or before I had this job or, you know, whatever. So, yeah, approach it with the right frame of mind and openness, maybe a beginner's mind, and just, you know, see what happens. And be excited about it. And bring in people that are excited for you. (laughs) And maybe you can explore together. (laughs) Yes, I love that. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining me today. Mm, Thank you for for the opportunity. Thank you for the conversation. I love, love this stuff. So thank you so much. Yes. Is there anything that I should have asked you that you would like our listeners to know? Mm, I don't know. We covered a lot of stuff. 
We did. Um, <laughs> we did. Absolutely. Let's see. I mean, you did mention laughter yoga at the beginning. I didn't mean to dismiss that. But, yeah, don't be afraid to laugh and enjoy and have fun. I think sometimes as adults we push that aside, the play aspect that kids have. And just, you know, enjoy, have fun, appreciate, be grateful for things that are yeah. that are in your life. And, and that will take you a long ways. Um, into into a positive, delightful future. I love that. Thank you so much. Thank you for mm-hmm. joining me today. Thank you, Tina. Confidence in Bloom is a celebration of self-love, a confirmation that even though you may not look like a screen star or a supermodel, they don't even look like that, you are an amazing, desirable, brilliant, gorgeous, talented woman. We offer unconditional love to our partners, our children, our extended family, even our pets. It's high time we got out of our own way and learned to unconditionally love ourselves. My business in Full Bloom Success Styling offers an online course combined with one-to-one coaching in confidence building, personal branding, and create creating your signature fashion look. Chic definitely does come in every shape, so if you want something to believe in, start with yourself. If you'd like to be a guest here on Confidence in Bloom, contact me through Instagram at infobloomstyling or by email at t- tina at infobloomstyling.com or through the Divas That Care website. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.